Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Hi everyone, good morning, and thank you for being here or watching this recording. This is the Inspired Brand AMA live uh, with the Creators Club. So my name is Claudia Miro. My business is the Inspired Brand, and I'm going to introduce my beautiful team and co-coaches inside the Creators Club, Bradley T. Morris and Neil Santos. Do you guys want to come in and say a little something? just going to say welcome and <laughs> watch the community membership recording from yesterday so you can get all up to speed on that and uh i am the strategist coach inside of here business strategy uh launch strategy ideation marketing licensing all the things that can help you leverage what you're doing make money doing it Welcome everybody. I'm Neil Santos. Um, I coach a lot of the multimedia, video, graphics, audio sort of uh, content creation uh, help in the mat in the creative club. And I hope you guys uh, join so I can work with you. And we have a great workshop today. Claudia is going to run us through the way to find our most individualized, true brand. Um, and I'm excited to hear what she has to say. So I'm going to pass it along to her. All right. Thanks, guys. So real quick plug for the Creators Club. Basically, we all joined forces about a year ago, a little over a year ago, to kind of re-envision the beautiful community that Bradley had already cultivated and um, was running inside of his world. And um, he had a vision for it to be even better and to just weave in more magic in the spirit of collaboration, connection, community, to really um, give the people who are trying to create content in this day and age what is really needed, which is more than just a beautiful website and a polished brand and a really amazing strategy around how you're going to market it. It's, it's a living, breathing entity. <laughs> that is what brands are. And that's also what um, I think is really, we are in a rebirth process as a human species, as creators, it's a conversation. And that's what I really wanted to have today in the spirit of understanding branding and what it is and why we go through this really um, to demystify, you know, because a lot of people have these really pre preconceived notions. I personally had a very, um, uh, an aversion to the word brand. I had this idea of this very polished, curated, manipulative, you know, um, a sort of ad exec in, in like Mad Men style about branding. And so it's really um, been through my own really deep transformational process that I even embraced and claimed the word brand because I realized that, that that's not true, right? That, that brand, it's branding is not evil. It's really the spirit that you, it's, it's just sort of is, and it's the spirit that you bring to your work that is really about what I believe inspired branding is. So I've been uncovering what it is that I actually do and feel called to do with people um, because it's a really an organic process and it's a really co-creative process. So with that in mind, I just wanted to kind of tee up a couple of questions and um, because I think a lot of people don't understand branding. I, I'm still trying to understand branding. So I'm just gonna share my screen real quick and hopefully this 
works seamlessly. All right. Are you guys seeing something? Yep. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So inspired branding. Well, I guess I should start here is really, like I said, a, a conversation. It's a journey. You're taking something that is in that is formless and you're giving it a name, you're giving it an identity, you're giving it a uh, life. And so that process is, is different for everyone and every single project I've ever worked on. I never know what's going to happen at the beginning of this. And so we're on a journey. And when we chose this image for Creators Club, it was because we really wanted to give people the light to find their own path to really believe in the beauty of their vision and all that they're being called to create in the world and just give them the path <laughs> when they when they lose sight right because we're always on the path whether we know it or not we might take a few detours but the path is always there so we give them a little flashlight if they need and we give them a little guidance we maybe show them hey look I'm up here. There's a, there's a way, you know, and that's what we do as guides and coaches. We don't really know the answers, but we're co-creating with you because we're also in this process, right? And um, all the coaches in the Co creators club are creating their own magic. And so that's the exciting part. Um, we've been through this process a few times. So we have a little, uh, so we have some more wounds. We have built some resilience to some of the places in which a lot of people can get sidetracked. And sometimes that sidetrack is what kills the dream. You know, I've been in moments where I'm like, I got a degree. Why don't I just go and make, you know, cash out and go work in tech and get my money? You know, I've had those, mo they're very fleeting um, because my entrepreneurial spirit is very strong. But in those moments, it's community that has saved me and has is, and that has sort of steered me back onto my path. And so I just want to share that the community that we created is this, this container that hopefully will support you as you evolve and grow and maybe get sidetracked with tools, with resources, with just the energy of we believe in you and we see what you are creating and we, we are going to show you how to make it happen. So um, the question <laughs> that came to me because of this gorgeous full moon energy that we're in and the full moon eclipse is um, what is the magic that you are here to share with the world? And really just allow yourself to reflect. If you have a few words that come to mind, jot them down because I believe that every single person on this planet has a unique magic and a unique gift, gifts that they're weaving together into you know, the tapestry of their lifetimes, not just their work. But when we're talking about branding, more, more, most of us are talking about some body of work that we are crafting and that we're weaving together in some way so this could be a personal brand. It could also be a separate entity, but we are part of our brand. So what is the magic that you specifically are here to share? And how does that translate into the magic you're sharing with your work? And you'll just feel free to jot stuff down. Hopefully, you know, I like to have a lot of space to write, but we're going to get to your questions. So for now, 
Um, last uh, launch, we started with this, these two questions. Um, I had a workshop where I really kind of reflected on what is at the root of the work that I do with clients and what is, because I don't just do websites and I don't just do branding. I help people get to the root of their mission, their message, and their unique magic. And when you really, really get that anchored in that, when you ground in that for yourself, the branding comes together. <laughs> the logo appears, the website begins to take form, but people start with the what? I need a website. So I'm going to hire somebody to build me a website and it's going to have this many pages. <laughs> it's going to have all that. And they don't do the work to actually get to the core of why. And we'll talk about that. That's the most powerful question that you can ask yourself when you're beginning a brand process. So start to reflect maybe what is, when, if I were to build you the most beautiful website, what do you want it to say? And how do you want it to make people feel? I forgot to introduce myself, but I don't know that that, <laughs> well, I guess I'll just say I'm, I call myself the chief inspiration officer. I've never liked titles or hierarchy. So it felt like the most fitting for the leader of the inspired brand. Um, I am a passionate, creative and visionary force. I hate saying that about myself, but I will say that's true. And I do weave together a lot of different pieces to make a brand. We use words, we use inspiration, we use design, we use technology and we put it all together into beautiful form. Um, and so I think that what I do is actually harmonize and I bring all those pieces together in a way that's cohesive, in a way that makes sense to people, because a lot of times as we all are creating unique bodies of work, just the process of having somebody guide you through this, these paces allows you to understand what it is you're doing and how you want to talk about it. So a lot of times it's an internal process that happens first, the transformation to get us to be able to move this, this thing <laughs> through us. And then we have to come out of ourselves and go, okay, how is somebody else gonna relate and connect to what it is that we're creating? So my agency is small but mighty. We have a global collective of creatives and techies and amazing people that I now get to collaborate with. We do transformational branding websites and communications. I work mostly with, I like to call them all soulful creators and community leaders, but at the heart have always been coaches, teachers, healers, spiritual teachers, um, people who are here to make a positive impact and do good through their work. So, and I guess an official translation or a definition is that branding uh, is a process of defining what a business's unique essence, values, uh, personality. So we'll talk about brand persona a lot when we do a branding process and we commit, you communicate that through communications channels. That's why branding and communications are really tied and why it's an essential part when you're creating something that is unique or that is innovative, something that is taking, bringing the conversation forward, perhaps a few steps, right? So I, don't, I know Bradley's uh, understands what this is. You know, he's a visionary too. I know we all are, but when you're a visionary, you're going to be five steps ahead of perhaps your client, um, your audience. And so you need to bring them along to where it is that you're heading and what you're, where you're guiding them. So 
Um, we're going to give that essential brand. I don't really know that we need that. For me, inspired branding is, you know, how do you really honor the work that is being called through you? It is soul-led and soul-fed, whether you're a spiritual person or not. I believe there's an essence and a core to everything. And there's an essence and a core to the work that you're doing. That's what we're doing is we're defining that. It's, it is, right? It is. We're not creating it. We're defining it. Um, and then we're clearly communicating it through what is your purpose? What are your values? What are your commitments? What are you actually saying you do? And what is the transformation that you create for people in their lives? And then hopefully an inspired brand inspires action and moves your audience organically, right? So I don't like force feeding people to buy my thing. <laughs> I like guiding them into an experience and I like resonating and vibrating at that. And this is all woo-woo talk and we can go woo in this community, thankfully. Um, this is what is at the essence, I think, of inspired branding. We don't force anything down people's throats. We create, we align we define, we design, and then we shine. <laughs> and yes, I have said that before, but it just came together, uh, I think, all at once. So um, I actually came up with the name, The Inspired Brand, at a women's writing retreat in a yurt at the foot of Mount Rainier. <laughs> and um, it was a conversation with my friend. I was in this, you know, one, one of my many existential crises about what I was supposed to do in the world and what does it all mean? And, um, and how do I call my, you know, what do I name this thing? I couldn't think of anything. And a lot of us, when we're starting a branding process, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the place we get to, we know we're being called to do this. And then you're like staring at a blank piece of paper that your web designer gives you, or your logo designer gives you, and you don't even know where to begin. And so I told, you know, my friend, I just want to do work that matters. I want to do work that inspires me. That is, that is helping the planet. You know, I want to do work that is soul led. And she said, well, inspired in, I said something about inspired and she said, it's in spirit, you know, it's in plus spirit. And uh, something just clicked for me. And that was when, again, I, I reclaimed the word brand because I realized I was dancing around calling it something else. But I think at the heart of it is really that, that process of branding that, that really um, is unique to what I do. So I, at the time I was calling myself a marketing communications consultant and I was leading with web design, but this is what allowed me to really step into the fullness of, of what I do. So we're gonna just start with one last question and then I'll, I'll stop babbling and you guys can ask your questions. So um, I love Simon Sinek's work. And one of the things that really applies, I think to branding, if you were to do nothing else before you start a project is to ask yourself why. And because most people, uh, they begin with the what and the how. And that is what I think 90% of the people that I start working with, especially if they're really steeped in what it is that they do, <laughs> and they've been doing this a long time, they want to throw all of it into their website and tell people how, uh, how amazing they are, how much they know, they want to really show up as a credible source, because a little part of them still doubts themselves maybe a big part of themselves. And so this is very common, but what we realize is what does not inspire people? What, um, and, and, and how you don't need to get into your process, not on your website, you're inspiring and you're moving people and you're intriguing people to learn more. 
and to engage with you and to want to learn more. That's the conversation starter, right? That's what a branding brand should be. It should represent, but it should also engage and inspire. And so they don't buy the what, they buy the why. So what is your why? If you guys had to reflect, there's a few questions I ask my clients, which is, you know, it's a powerful question basically for everything. So instead of asking you what you want to get out of today, I would ask you, why did you feel inspired to join us? Why did you feel inspired to spend an hour and a half with a stranger? <laughs> um, why do you feel called to create content? And why does your business exist or your work exist other than to make money? So why is it needed right now? And that's actually a, a one that I ask, why you and why now? All right. I think that's enough babbling. <laughs> Um, felt like maybe I gave you a few nuggets to start off and then hopefully there's a couple questions. So <clears throat> that's great. The, uh, the why is such a, it's a powerful thing that oftentimes when we're in the weeds or in the trenches, building the business, the why can be lost because we're so focused on the who and the how and the what, and, uh, taking time to reflect back on the why the, the bigger picture of like what is the the ripples that we're looking to to make is such a a big and important question and not to be taken lightly because that is the the guiding compass that has probably directed us with our passions and inspiration along the way absolutely so bradley why why magic kids uh a few of our our biggest reasons so for us um one, as parents of a young, sensitive, uh, brilliant mind, we wanted to protect his consciousness. And uh, the majority of kids entertainment that's available is out of alignment with the values that we stand for and the type of media that we want our son to consume. So number one, we wanted to see more magical stories that could keep kids intact and in, in the magic that is naturally flowing through them as they as they grow up. So that was one. Uh, two, from a young age, we saw um, inside of Soren, our son, and, and the kids in his life, uh, how severe screen addictions are in young children, uh, and how detrimental they are to their development, to their uh, emotional connection, to their, their ability to imagine worlds and create and be creative and be embodied. And so uh, we made a a decision. Uh, he's six now, probably around the time he was two and a half, that we were going to significantly uh, limit his uh, access to screens. But we knew stories were a really important part of his development and exploring his self, his senses, the world around him to learn and to discover. And so audio stories were, were one of the ways that um, that he was raised to have that story time every day so that he could decompress after a big day of activity and playing and he could go into a, a, an engaged activity of playing with blocks or 
create being creative in some way well his imagination was expanding and well he was able to just like be quiet in himself to recharge his battery so that was number two is audio stories became a really important part of his life and um the the addictive symptoms the withdrawal symptoms that happen through addiction don't happen in the same ways that they do with videos uh, and I think a big part of that is because the the ways in which the frames change in modern television, it's so rapid, it puts kids into almost a, a zombie trance-like state and it really shocks their nervous system. And then when you try to close that thing, there's an addiction to that because it's feeding their brain so much dopamine. Uh, so that's that's two and three, uh, the, we saw a gap in the market with audio stories because we were listening to a lot of different channels and A, most of them didn't align with our values. They weren't actually teaching kids anything. They were just junk food for the brain. Uh, and the ones that did were values aligned with us. The production quality was really poor or the stories were just kind of lame. And so we wanted to create stories that were fun for both parents and kids that had values aligned messages that kids could learn about themselves and discover new things and, and think about the world in new ways. And so those were those were the main things. And then the fourth were the first fair trade publishing company. Um, so we pay 50% of our revenue back to um, back to our artists. And so I've just seen so many friends who are world class artists who have been completely ripped off and undervalued through platforms like Spotify and iTunes, where they get next to nothing for their life's work. And so we wanted to create a platform where brilliant artists could create and do their life's work in devotion to serving children and that they could be paid well so that they could keep serving children. So those are like, for me, those are the driving forces behind it. And uh, I love writing stories. And so uh, for myself, I've loved coaching entrepreneurs and I'm excited for the second half of my career to be devoted to storytelling and writing. So this for me is a big stepping stone as a creative director and as a writer to be able to do way more of that. I love it. Well, those are some powerful whys. And if I were to work with you on a brand process, I would distill some of that into what you already have, which is at the root of that, there's a personal why, and then there's why magic kids. The personal why is you are a born creator. <laughs> you must create, right? So that energy of creativity, it, it, it needs to move. And right now it's moving through stories and it's moving through, you know, bringing people together in this collaborative, creative way. And so it's like, why? Because I must create, <laughs> because I believe in the power of story. Because I believe that we are, you know, that children do not have options to, to inspire creativity, to inspire the imagination, because I want to ignite that, you know, in, in, in our future generation. Um, those are powerful. And then, so you see how, if I'm a parent and I'm watching this unfold in my own house and my own child, 
and I see magic kids offering this magical universe that all of a sudden is an option and a solution to that. Also, I'm aligned with that. I I want to create too. I'm a creative and I maybe haven't found a voice to be able to put it all together in this beautiful way, but I align and therefore it's just an easy engagement. Right. And also I found my place. I found my service. I found the thing that I've been looking for. So that's the beauty of inspired branding. So, <laughs> and you've done such an amazing job to, you've to been very it. helpful on that journey. <laughs> yeah, no, we all do our part at times when we can, <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're the force that is, that is powering through all of it. And it's just really awesome. I can't wait to watch it just soar. So thank you. All right. Well, um, Eric or Bren, do you have any, do you want to share what you do and what, why you joined us today? What inspired you? Sure, I can share. <clears throat> I um, I wanted to apologize first. I came onto the call late yesterday because I thought it started at 11. For some reason, I messed all up. So I actually showed up on the call as a black box because I couldn't bear to face the shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would have punished and Fine. embarrassed and shamed you. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, I'm a physiotherapist, um, but most people don't really call it physiotherapy a lot. Part, a large part of what I do, um, a big part of my practice is using breath work and uh, conscious connected breath work. And uh, um, I would say that I bring together two worlds, you know, this Western contemporary um medicine if you like which you know i went to school for originally but um pretty much well i would say for most of my life i've been interested in the other more esoteric world and uh, i've brought a lot of that um into my world over the years and uh so i feel like <clears throat> my three boys are my they're sort of launched in, in, in many ways. And uh, my youngest boy is in grade 10. So he's sort of moving away. So at the time when you're asked those questions, why me, why now? The now partly is that I'm, I have more time available because I was pretty dedicated as a, saw myself as my main, one of my main roles as being a dad. And I still see myself as a dad, but just not in that same intensive type way. And so I can see I've got time freed up to uh, mobilize the next phase for myself. And uh, my wife is a psychotherapist. And uh, so we have some ideas about how we want to move forward. So it seems like a pretty good time. Um, my wife knows Shayla from Vancouver from a while back. And so that's how I got hooked into your little um, seminar this week. And just thought, oh, cool. I'll, I'll jump in on that. So um, yeah, that's just a brief start. I don't know if you need to know more at this point, but I can go into more if you want. Awesome, that's wonderful. I'm really excited you made it through the interwebs. And um, I just, when you were saying that, you know, that's kind of your personal why, you know, and, and that can very, that's the power that will get you to, to create this next, you know, iteration of your work. Um, but to me, it's why is your work needed? Why, you know, the thing that's going to, that's going to translate mm -hmm. so when I do a branding process to somebody is, uh, it's like the old saying, you know, what's in it for me. Like we mm -hmm. communicate sometimes from what we want to share or what, what, what our process has been, but really it's, 
the first thing I thought was, um, as somebody who's done a lot of deep work and breath work has been a huge transformational part of that. Why is that work needed? And why is some, you know, somebody who doesn't even know what breath work is, but mm-hmm. they're suffering or they're, they need it. Yeah. You know, it's being able to language to yeah. that person. And I them. think what is happening, I mean, you know, pretty early on my physio career, I understood that there was things that people were coming to see me for. I was like, well, this isn't muscle and bone, even though that's where it's showing up. And so what just started me on a deep dive into yoga and then everything sort of just expanded from there. Um, and so I like to, you know, one of my patients, she asked me, so why are you still doing physio if you want to do all this other and stuff? And, it, you know, um, but it, I see myself at, at an interface. Like, you know, I can capture the people that wouldn't otherwise come in to that fold. Um, so they come in through the door of physiotherapy or Western medicine, but then discover, and most often people have this other dormant piece that is just waiting for that opportunity to be welcomed into the process. Mm-hmm. And so I see myself as a, you know, as a facilitator for that process to become part of their healing and part of their growth. Um, and yeah, I feel like I have the skill set to do those birthing processes or supporting processes, if you like, of the sort. Um, yeah, and I feel like, well, now people are just, it's just crazy the disconnect from self and the disconnect from others. I, I mean, I love that the call yesterday was on community because I just had this realization maybe about six months ago when I was sitting in circle with a bunch of people in my breathwork community, I was like, oh, this is the Sangha. This is the new Sangha that's being created right here. And that just felt, I hadn't really sort of pieced that together quite that way. And so I need to go back and watch yesterday's talk, but (laughs) the beginning part. This is is our creative Sangha, I will say. Um, It feels deep and it feels real true, like real true connection, which is what everybody's needed. But what I, we all, three of the creators that started this whole thing needed desperately at that time. It does feel like also we've um, shed a lot of old, even containers and communities that fit a few years ago, no longer align or fit or Mm. have actually just kind of broken apart organically. Um, But one thing I just, I want to say, I I get visuals of as you're speaking. And one of the first things is like this bridge. I mean, you are a bridge, it sounds like, and the work that you do help bridge for people sort of where they've been, where they don't know they need to be going, but they know there's something calling them, you know? So I saw both a hand outstretched, like a big, you know, I think in website terms, but like the big header image being this immersive like bridge that kind of narrows and guides them. So you're inviting them into not just working with you, but it's an experience. It's they're going to connect to that, that part of themselves that's on that part of the journey. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're looking for a step forward. So just throwing it out as inspiration, but that's kind of how it starts to come together as we connect to the essence of why we're doing what we do. And then, like I said, the imagery comes together, the, the ways in which we engage people come, come from that. So hmm. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing that piece. Yeah, and doing what you're doing. Cause uh, the world needs a lot of transformational support um, to move it all that's happening right now. So yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Love and heal and transform. Yeah. Thank you. Eric or Neil, you guys want to share or ask any questions?
my um, my what is really uh, like sort of an expanding on what I started doing a few years ago with my podcast, which is supporting people's dreams, basically. That, you know, I have a sleep podcast now that's uh, fairly successful and has turned into a, 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 a decent business. Um, but I'm looking at expanding it into kind of where my life is headed and where a lot of the folks who listen to my podcast are looking for more support, which is in their dreams and life, not just while they're sleeping. Um, and my why on that is real simple because, you know, at this point in my life, in my mid fifties, I have pretty much reached all of my own dreams and I've come up with a, a way to distill the skills and attitudes that it took to get here that I want to share with other people. Um, and this just feels like I'm entering the Yoda phase of my life, you know? Um, so. Well, you got really prepared a, for it. So that's amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was at the beginning of the pandemic. I haven't always looked like this. At the beginning of the pandemic. I, um, I'm having some beard envy over here. I, <laughs> I am too. <laughs> I had a, uh, I always have, I used to always tell people when my hair goes white, I'm going to grow it out and grow my beard out and be a wizard. Um, and so that, that was something I was like, it's pandemic, it's time to do that. And so yeah. now I'm just kind of stuck with it, but I like, it. it's fun to be a wizard. And it, it all has, you know, like, like you were just saying, following my own path has led me to where I am now, sort of starting a second business. And one of my big challenges is integrating the two, you know, like, because there is this thing I've started already that is, uh, that has a big social following, has, it's a big podcast, it's, um, it's a brand you know, listen to sleep. Um, but the new one I'm starting is called Awaken Your Myth. And I like, they're nice bookends, but it's, I was, um, and I was talking with Bradley about this the other day that the, the hardest part of kind of making this thing work as a solo entrepreneur, it's kind of like writing your own resume. You know, it's always good to have somebody else writing your resume because they're going to know how to talk about you better than you can talk about you. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm coming up against now is like going, okay, how do I launch a second brand? What's the best way to help these people? So, Well, first of all, it's amazing. And um, the supporting people's dreams. Wow. Uh, that's a powerful why, you know, and it's also, I, as a, somebody who goes to my, your website, I'm intrigued, you know, because I have big dreams. I have beautiful dreams and I need help. <laughs> and, um, I think that what I immediately thought is sometimes. Oh no, she froze. Oh, okay. That was her. Huh? I thought <laughs> it was us. Doing this for dramatic effect. <laughs> it might just be dramatic effect that she's she's pausing here. That's so funny. The secret to life is. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely incredible statue impersonation. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Well, it's, I'll just jump in here, Eric, because we got to chat a couple times in the last couple weeks and um, it's neat to see this, the, the new part of your life's work starting to come through that it's being unearthed and you're starting to, to polish it off and realize that there's, there's something more here than just the listen to sleep. And uh, that's, that's really cool. And I'll just, let's just jump on your website for a moment here. And uh, when Claudia comes back, she can also rift on this too. And so basically you're, is it every day that you're doing a new episode on your website? Oh no, uh, it's tw twice a week. Twice a week. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so, every day would, would kill me. <laughs> okay, so twice a week, which is still, you know, that's a, a pretty solid amount of um, work you're doing. And Neil, just watch for Claudia to come into the waiting room so you can let her in. So the first thing I would say is, um, and this is more just like a website layout thing, is okay. I would recommend having a fold here, a banner fold that's more like speaking to what this is because i'm arriving here for the first time i don't know what this is maybe i found you through instagram or i found you on tiktok or something like that now i'm on your website and i don't actually know what this is it's just like jump straight into the story so you might want to have like a cue of like who this is for what the transformation is and and why this space exists just like it could be a, a statement something that that helps me to feel like i get my footing here of like what i'm actually signing up for um mm -hmm. that'd be really you think it needs to be right at the top because it's actually right there uh underneath the current episode um my thinking on that was that the current episode is what people are coming to the podcast website for you know like they can just click play and get a, a pretty good sense of what it's about and then i put that kind of like what you can expect and who it's for right there. I would personally recommend a statement at the top, just something yeah. that, that grounds me here and, and in one sentence lets me know what this is. And then you can always elaborate further down, mm -hmm. um, but help people to, to get rooted here. And mm -hmm. this, um, you know, given how much traffic you get to your website, and how how small your newsletter still is i think this needs to be a stronger call to action and find a way to get it up higher on the page you know if you had your let's just say there's a banner image here you've got your your statement of what the space is for and then over here would be a clear call to action to get them to sign up so they don't even have to scroll to find that email opt-in uh and i think that'll really help your email conversions as well um and then there's another piece so uh nobody loves pop-ups but pop-ups work so um over at magic kids here so oh you can't see that let me just reshare my screen um just as an idea for you uh so you got this over at magic kids when people go to leave the site we now have this pop-up that happens sign up and listen to magic kids christmas story joy to the world the untold story of old saint nick a description about what the story is and then sign up for this unforgettable christmas audio story and new family adventure so sign up and listen they can listen to a trailer so this uh we made an opt-in monster uh there's lots of different pop-up sites that you can do but having something 
when they go to leave the site or it can pop up 20 seconds after they're on the site. Um, I think that'll also help. And the call to action would just be like, get new sleep stories every week in your inbox, sleep better tonight. Something very simple that is just like, sure, you know, give it. And then the, the button could be something as simple as give it a try. And then you'll start to collect because you're, you know, like with your, your large TikTok and social media following, as you know, those algorithms change all the time and, and it can significantly decrease the number of people that are getting access to what you're doing. And since you are getting quite a lot of traffic to your podcast, this is just a, a security way to ensure as you're collecting more emails um, that as you launch these new programs and communities, you have a, a way to really capitalize and, and stay in touch with those people. Uh, mm -hmm. Anybody that signs up for your email is a step closer to, to working with you than somebody that you're engaging with on social media. Sure. Yeah. So just wanted to, uh, to share those, those little pieces for you. Um, because I think what you're, <clears throat> what you have there is like a beautiful foundation. It's amazing. Um, what are your, your monthly listens again on your podcast? Uh, about a quarter of a million. Quarter million people. That's a lot of people listening to your podcast. Well, it's a quarter million downloads. Yeah. So it isn't, isn't a quarter million people. It's right. probably more like a uh, hundred thousand. Yeah. Which is amazing. That's a, that's a city. An entire yeah. city is listening to your stories at nighttime, which is me. Whole, Claudia is now calling. I'm going to pause the recording for just a moment. Uh, I think the part uh, that's, that's going to be uh, a fun challenge is going to be to, to help people who are coming for sleep and they're like nighttime dreams to switch to thinking about their life dreams and the, the things that making changes in your daily life can do that not only help you sleep, but just give you a, a, a greater sense of peace and uh, uh, belonging in the world. Yeah. That's really, it's kind of like move, moving people from just thinking of me as the guy who reads the bedtime stories and lives on the mountain to uh, to the guy who can actually help them reach their dreams in life, not just at night. Yeah. And if you were to speak to your audience um, who has no idea about this other part of what you're bringing forward, how uh, as just an off the cuff way, how are you going to connect those two things? the relationship between the sleep and the dream time and the relationship to the journey of actually living their dreams in, in the waking time. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm working on now. And, and the, my real focus has been on um, my own life has, has been using these stories, which so many of them are the hero's journey um, uh, to inspire myself over the years. And that, for me, life is multiple heroes' journeys. We talked about this before. That it it is a it's a way to ground our story in um, in something that's conscious, rather than the story we unconsciously tell ourselves 
that can keep us stuck where we don't want to be. So it's really about taking that dream and then applying the skills and attitudes to move forward with that story, to make that story real. I love that. And in, uh, inside the scope of entrepreneurship, uh, I often reference it as being like climbing a mountain. Um, you know, if you're gonna, you live on a mountain, as you know, climbing a mountain is, it's hard. You know, it's steep. There's a lot of beautiful vistas, but if you're climbing a real mountain, it's gonna be hard work to get to the top of that summit. And entrepreneurship is the same. And so while you are uh, personally sharing this new hero's journey with your audience, you too are also on your own hero's journey of building this offering. And so you're simultaneously climbing a mountain while leading your audience up the mountain with you. Mm -hmm. and that's, uh, it's such a powerful uh, way to frame the journey of whether it's building a new product, building your brand, uh, and it really is truly a hero's journey. And that's why most businesses fail is uh, people, people don't necessarily have the framework of like, oh, this challenge, this grit that I'm feeling here, this thing that I'm going through and trying to figure out is, this is the beast that I'm here to battle today. And instead, you know, we let that, that thing, whether it's self-doubt or it's a, a belief system or it's a tech issue, we just, we can't let those pieces hold us back from sharing what it is that we're trying to share inside the scope of, of our offerings. Yeah. And really, you know, the brand, the brand is, is the essence. And, um, you know, I'm 18 years in and feel like that essence every two years or so I have to update it because I've changed which means the brand needs to change, which needs the messaging needs to evolve along on that, that hero's journey. Um, and so I would imagine with where you are with the new offerings that are going to be coming forward, your, your brand are going to go through that same metamorphosis of updating your messaging, updating the branding so that the imagery, the words on the page, the call to actions and, and everything starts to reflect this new, new thing that's emerging. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's true. And I, I think they, they're going to align really nicely. I can see that happening already. Um, so it's, it's really just a, 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 you know, now it's down to the choices, the execution, and the building the actual product, um, the community and the course. And for yourself, what's your favorite part of the creative process? Uh, it is the talking, talking with folks, the actual, like, the doing. Um, I love the live chats with people. I love the, I love to teach. Um, I love mentoring. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really, that, that's what appeals to me about a community, you know, about having a, uh, a mighty network specifically. Yeah. Um, and and gets, uh, meets my personal goals for helping folks all at the same time. Yeah. Well, and a big piece of building a brand is building trust. 
um you know there's so many so many brands in the world that people just don't trust anymore and what you i mean you're it's it's interesting you're connecting with people in their most vulnerable state as they fall asleep and so you can just imagine how deep and profound the trust goes with the people that are uh, regularly tuning into your story time uh that's uh that's a really neat thing and so for everybody out there as um as you're creating your brand as you're building your business um look at what other marketers are doing and uh listen to what online marketers teach you to do and chances are you should be doing something that's slightly different than that because there's a lot of uh tactics and technique that uh they might make for a quick sale, but they rapidly erode trust. If people feel and sense you doing tactics in your marketing uh, that are out of alignment with their best interests and are clearly trying to hijack their wallet, then we're going to erode trust. And so it's important that as we uh, do our messaging, that we, we stay true to that, the heart way of communicating and connecting and uh, inviting people into the, the world and the offerings that we're doing, but not at the expense of eroding the trust that is trying to be established with them. Cause it's yeah, just, I, I really appreciate you saying that because I mean that, I think that's been a huge piece of resistance I've had in any kind of brand marketing, entrepreneurship, anything like that. It feels like, um, yeah, just, I have all sorts of interjects and ideas about that, you know, about that process. So just naming that piece of building the brand, building the trust. I mean, that's a, that's huge. I, I think for me and, and how to make that brand or that whole thing align with you know, my deeper values. I'm just really curious about that. You know, I was looking at uh Tammy Simon sounds true and her whole inner MBA course that she's doing right now. It's like, Oh, that's so cool. You know, how do you align that? So that's a big piece of where I'm an edge that I'm working with in this process as well. Yeah. The trust is, I mean, like any, what we talked about yesterday in the community of social media um, conversation around building a relationship. And so uh, we want to we want to treat so much of the online marketing space is treating people like they're a lead or they're a conversion they're just a number in the grand game and the scheme of trying to uh, convert a lead into a sale and uh, we've been saying this for years and in, in our course that we launched the great e-course adventure six years ago um, is that, you know, these are, these are real people on the other side of the screens. These are real people that have a problem and they're looking for you or somebody to help them solve this problem. And so it's important that we can communicate our competence and that we can, uh, share the journey that we're here to take people on in for them to be able to arrive at their own conclusions as to whether or not you are the right one to lead them up the mountain that they're trying to climb. And so that in the brand messaging piece is, is really important. So that's why whether you're doing social media or you're building an online community or you have a newsletter, this is where the, the, um, the remembering every single week 
that you are building and fostering relationship. And so, you know, one of the pieces that I found in, in the online marketing space years ago was simply the just provide value to people. If you provide value to people and they're consistently receiving value, not like every six months you send something that's valuable, but like it's, it's a regular conversation that's happening that as you have epiphanies or as you create something um, in your life or in your business that you're sharing those things openly and generously, those people are just going to have more of an openness to actually paying for some of the deeper dives that they can do with you because those relationships and that trust will have been established. So yeah, being in regular communication, whatever channels you're building on, whether it's YouTube, a podcast, your newsletter, etc., cetera, uh, or starting uh, an in-person uh, group in whatever town or city you're in is a great way to uh, create and establish trust. For me with Magic Kids, uh, we've, we've worked with over 50 artists, mostly from Salt Spring Island, to get our first 19 stories and books off, off the ground, probably closer to 60, 60 to 70 artists. And so um, we have a small forum, the saltspringexchange.com, on our, on our uh, island where everybody goes to share what's coming up to, you know, it's like a classifieds thing, but it's also a newsletter and many other things for the island to connect. And um, it's been really neat because we haven't been aggressive in our marketing, but we've been consistent. And now I, I go out on the island and it's like everybody is starting to hear about Magic Kids and starting to listen and integrate it into their families. And that's just like, you know, one of our intentions was to really build the Magic Kids vibe on our island because we feel like if we can get the island to love what this is and how it's uh, impacting the lives of so many artists locally, that's likely that those families and those artists involved are going to share it outwards into the world. And that was the exact same uh, strategy I had um, back when I was teaching meditations. I taught over 500 workshops in two and a half years. And most of those, the majority, 90, 95% were in Victoria, BC. And then when I put all my stuff online, I mean, now I built that, that hub and that energy locally in Victoria, I built that trust, I built the foundation. And now it's, it's been spread to probably a million, two million people over the last seven, eight years. So there is something magical that that trust in those relationships, if especially for somebody that's that's starting out or looking to take that next step in growing community, being local is a beautiful thing. I mean, I, uh, as a young entrepreneur, I wanted to just like, just build everything online. But now that I'm uh, aging and I have village in my life, I, it's actually so much more satisfying to have real relationships, to uh, engage and to actually witness people's transformation in real time in the real world and in human form. So that I would say something to consider for people out there that are that are early days and getting started out is or if you're later days like local is a beautiful thing especially these days when um you know things are are appear to be on edge if you read any media let's let's come together in real life and and connect with people as well welcome back claudia <laughs> 
So I told you there's a crazy moon happening. Uh, our town is out of power. So <laughs> I tried running to my, my saving hotspots and uh, they were all out. So here I am and I might get kicked off again because I don't know how this coffee shop has power. Um, anyway, but I, I just love the conversation flow. I mean, I think I don't even remember what I was about to say, Eric, other than I, it sounds to me like you're creating a body of work and just like many thought leaders I know and love, it's not just going to be one focus. So, you know, when you go to somebody's website and they've got, um, I'll just take, oh, I don't know, um, who's a really inspiring person that we love and that we follow? Basically, when you go to a thought leader's website, there's, you know, the dream tending school, there's the this, there's all these different ways in which your wisdom and your experience and your creativity can take form. And so it's really about telling, kind of anchoring into your why to build out this body of work so that there's a clear vision for you why you're doing it. But then it's going to take a lot of different forms. There's going to be a lot of different branches of how that starts to serve people um, because it also has to stay interesting for you, you know, and I don't know anybody, oh, Bruce Lipton, I'll just, I just did a talk on Bruce Lipton. Uh, when you go to his website, there's all different you know, uh, paths you can take in terms of what he's explored and what's, what he's, uh, been able to put together for people. But at the heart of it is he's a student of transformation. He's a student of what are we doing here? And, you know, on this, uh, spinning rock in the universe. And, and, and that curiosity is what's really clear in everything that he shares. So it's like your personal brand, and, and that's, it's really tied to your journey too. And that's why it's um, interesting. The people that I work with and do this for typically that's, that's part of the process we go through. <laughs> it's like, what part of the journey are you on and where do you want to guide your clients and your, the people that, that learn from you? So anyway, I don't know if that, any of that uh, was part of what you guys already covered, but you know, it's going to be, we're all uh, on this journey and the moon is happening and we got to just roll with the punches. So uh, it's one of the benefits and the pros and cons of living in the woods, I guess. Oh, it's great to have you back, Claudia. Thanks, Neil. Um, I just want to echo what Bradley was saying too about, uh, well, so a little about what I do is I used to teach guitar, one-on-one um, -on -one lessons, went to Berkeley and got out and did that. And I love teaching, like Eric was saying, and interacting with people and and seeing that transformation um then i want but i i knew the whole alphabet but i kept teaching a to a b and c over and over to kids and then they'd leave or they'd go on so i wanted to do something online so i i created this system um to to simplify guitar um lead guitar sort of instruction and i wanted to do that and i kept doing it online and i was i i'd create these very intricate courses and very interesting interactives and cutting edge things. I was like, oh, this is going to set me apart um, from other people. But just like anything, that field is saturated and there's so many people. And then how do you build the trust with people, you know? Um, and, and I would write all my own content. And like you were saying, it's better if someone else writes your resume. It makes more sense. Um, or, you know, they can express who you are better. Um, so, you know, after hanging with Bradley and Claudia and, and thinking about getting local again after COVID and the pandemic, I got back and I started doing 
workshops, local workshops. I'm going to start doing like a uh, community uh, like television show uh, that can be, you know, syndicated around, but, but just, just getting in a room with people in real life and teaching this, because I never really taught this system to anybody live and, and just seeing the transformation that was almost immediate where they'd be like, this is, a, you know, I, I was getting the feedback that I thought I would get online, but you get it from people in real life. And then you can take that sort of energy and bring it to your, your online presence and, and your messaging and everything like that. So I, I want to thank you know, Bradley for encouraging me to get out there in the real world and actually bring these, these uh, lessons, this knowledge to people. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to echo that. If you, if there's a way to do that, I mean, it might be tough to sneak into someone's room at night and, and whisper in their ear and be like, tell them a story in real life. Um, but workshops about your dream life and, and living your living your dreams in the waking world, uh, that'd be, maybe that's interesting. So that's all. You're so amazing, Neil. What you offer is so amazing I, I i love i mean it just keeps creating co-create you're creating different uh products and different ways in which you share all of it all the time it feels like and you just have so much to offer um and i love that it still feels like it's new to you even though you've done all this amazing stuff created such amazing content um you're always learning and that is like the beginner's mind thing that i think is so powerful for all of us but especially as entrepreneurs and um yeah, so I just want to honor you and all that you bring to the community. It's amazing. Oh, thank you, Claudia. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And um, actually, one other thing you said, which reminded me that, you know, really, it truly, life is a co-creative process, but especially, you know, we can think we have this really clear vision and this really uh, amazing thing that we do that only we do, but the universe is changing all around us all the time, as we've seen during COVID, you know, and so you're never done. You're never done branding. You're never done evolving. You're never done uh, creating because the clients that I've worked with during COVID times, I don't know any client really who is not in a deep transformation and metamorphosis with their work, um, no matter how successful they were in these old frameworks, these old models of what they did. I have a client who- No! Why? She's gone again. <clears throat> I wish I could fill in the blanks of what she was going to say, but I don't know Claudia's client, so I can't say. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're sorry, back. Guys. You left us hanging again. You know what? I'm just going to, it's just going to be suspense. Suspense after suspense. Um, something about recreating. Re yeah. So my teachers, my, my clients are all in a deep process of, of transformation right now none of what applied before really is working anymore because people are different and the ways in which people want to consume their content and their their services is so different um, as we're seeing right now you know zoom is now a, a thing and being at home is a thing that people are realizing is important to them in different ways so all i'm saying is it's never over it's all a creative and co-creative process so yeah. And technology sometimes helps and sometimes does not. So real human interaction is a good thing. That's <laughs> yeah, always weird when you're in real life and people glitch out and freeze. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I should do that in my next in-person workshop just to mix it up. Um, but yeah, I, I did the same. Bradley inspired me to go back to local and go back to building community in my actual hometown. And so, you know, I've joined a BNI group. I joined a co-working space. Um, and those things have fed me in, you know, these indirect ways. It's not just about building a business. It's not just about getting a client. It's about what is the life that you're creating? What are the connections and the relationships that you're building as part of, as this work starts to move through you? And, and you know, it's, I, I love that part of it for sure. And it feeds you in numerous ways. Amen. So with, uh, with about 10 minutes left, uh, they might have any more questions or want any feedback on anything you've created. Uh, any comments about what's what's struck home today? I just like how um, I think sometimes I can get sort of really stuck on whether it's, I don't know, like emotionally attached to it or superstitious or something about this thing really worked and really wanted to sort of like stay with that but then you know like a brand thing or something like that or who i even who i am and what i'm doing so that idea of constant evolution and that the brand would change like so i just my sister-in-law and uh helped produce a website uh for me which is beautiful it was great but even as the website was being done it was feeling like it's feeling like oh you know and i go back there you know whatever it is a few months later and i'm like Oh yeah, it feels like it needs updating. And you know, I'm 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 big on communication in person, but I am terrible. I'm a slow typer and I'm just not great at doing the online communication thing. So it's interesting what you were saying before about you know keep that consistency with communication. And so I'm really having to, you know, grind <laughs> that that that's my mountain to climb is the communication mountain um in a way you know uh for the for my community um so that's and I, I want to just my... add that oh i'm sorry i just want to nope. add that it can look that way bradley has this particular you know affinity and a gift for cranking out 50 emails <laughs> in a really short amount of time like his brain and his energy works that way for me i can't I, it'll take me five years to write an email because I need to get it in a certain way. And, you know, and I'm working on the balance of that, but content can look a lot of different ways. I have a client who's now doing these audio um, inspirations first thing out of her meditation in the morning, and she's sending it to a VA who's transcribing it. And boop, that becomes mm -hmm. the email that becomes the, That's the inspired, uh, you know, whatever. So it's, what I'm saying is stay creative, even in that process. Don't because if, if you hate sitting down and writing an email newsletter, like I do, um, because I put all this pressure on myself because I'm a marketing communications person and I'm supposed to write a perfect email. And so for me, it was like, where, when is the energy flowing? When I'm on a hike, when I'm coming out of yoga or a meditation, when I dance and that's what I want to capture it. And then, you know, get creative about how you turn that into something that you can mm -hmm. share and make it fun. Right, I like that idea, but when is the energy flowing and, and tapping into that? Just, I don't I don't have to necessarily be the one, because I just, I, that's, that totally strikes me. It's like, 
you know, why am I doing my own taxes or why am I doing the, the writing, you know, like that, that doesn't, I'm not efficient at it. So why should I be spending my time on that? If that's something that I can do, you know, other, there are other things where I can put my energy more efficiently into. So I appreciate And that, that was the other part you mentioned, which is that, yes, it is an evolution. I, um, when I first started, I was over, you know, I was doing a lot of websites that had been up for 15 years, you know, it was clients who they were therapists and they set up a website in 1989 and night they were ahead of the curve. And back then you could do that. You know, uh, yeah. a website was pretty static. Well, the web changed that web 2.0 came around and was like, nope, it needs to be interactive. We want to add, add to it, you know, and now we're in web 3.0. So it's like, we're in that evolution to the next. And so, no, there's no such thing as done when it comes to websites or brands. And, and like Bradley said, it's a conversation. So that conversation, it's, it's basically this, this authentic movement of the energy and the body of work that you're creating and then translating that and sharing that with people where you're at. Right. So like um, Eric, you know, it's, Hey, I'm in this process really claiming, like I have this amazing body of work and I'm really curious and exploring and, and wanting to bring this new thing into and, and, and sharing the vulnerability in that and sharing the process that you're on. That's I think really part of the power that we have now in engaging people. So they come along with you <laughs> on the yeah. ride, on the story. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's, I guess, where I'm curious about, like, I just put my website up there, because I thought you could have a quick, even just like a quick peek at it there. Um, and yeah, I just, um, how to take a personal brand, you know, and then have that shift into, you know, what's the metamorphosis that needs to happen for it to be some other entity or some other thing so that that's necessarily not necessarily attached to me in that same way or maybe it does need to be pitched me I don't, I don't know so i guess that's part of the process to sort of figure out how that rolls well your website's beautiful and i feel your energy very clearly so in that way it's very successful and i will just say that just uh what the other part of the stance is right is that technology and the web and even the things that we're seeing today versus a year ago, our eye kind of adjusts to a new way of consuming information. So I'm, as a web designer, <laughs> just noticing ways that I could take exactly what you have here and just give it a little bit of a new life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's not a complete overhaul. You, you are very clear about what you do. It's just maybe engaging in a curiosity and a conversation about how can I, um, engage people how can i share what i do in in maybe a new way or refreshed way mm -hmm. um, yeah i like what but, you said about the why as opposed to getting straight to the what mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. where's that why piece um and that, i don't know if that necessarily comes in at the at the top right so to speak right it's kind of like if you were to even just change the um this into an inquiry you know yeah. a really powerful engaging question then we go, okay, hi, welcome. I'm Bryn Thompson. This is what I do. This is how I help you. Um, so yeah, I, 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 and I agree. Everything that everybody said already a million times today that I've hired now somebody to walk me through a branding process because it's like therapy. You can't do your own therapy. You can't do your own branding. You can, but it's just not going to be the same. It really, there is something magical and alchemical in 
in being able to bring it out of yourself and have this yeah. energy feedback loop, right? <laughs> yeah, and somebody to see, somebody to mirror you, someone to mirror those important pieces, you know, yes. you can't necessarily see your own gold or see, see your blind spots. We're all the, um, by the way, the refugees, the Power F refugees are starting to show up at the coffee shop. <laughs> They're like, are they out of power too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes, I, um, I think that what you have is a beautiful website and a beautiful presentation of your work. And, you know, it's maybe just if, if you're feeling like there's something new that wants to come through and you want to communicate, then that's where you go. Okay, what is that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. I appreciate those words and how to take the next step, tweak it a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, on that note, I think this is the perfect opportunity to uh, segue into a commercial for what we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> uh, on what okay. is tomorrow? November, November the 8th or 9th? What is it? The 9th. November the 9th. 9th tomorrow. We are doing a how to get tons of podcast interviews work party. So uh, with the work party, you're going to show up. We're going to talk about podcasting for a minute, like literally. And then you're going to get a podcast outreach email template. We're going to do some research on podcasts for you to apply to get on. And then we're literally going to spend the rest of the session doing a work party, reaching out to podcasts. We're going to build a whole bubble of energy of hopefully tons and tons of emails going out uh, to podcasts. And we're all going to get booked. It's going to be okay. fun. So fun and so powerful because podcast is how people want to share and receive and consume information right now. So let's go. And as you all know, this is uh, this week's workshops are for the uh, relaunching of the Creators Club. Our next cohort starts on January the 9th, 2023. It's a year long commitment. It's like going to school to build your dream business. Um, you have four coaches, Chela, who will be teaching a workshop um, on emergent leadership on Thursday is our other coach here at the Creators Club. And so you can listen to these recordings, watch the recordings, and you have until November 30th to apply. The application form in itself is a deep dive inside of yourself to really spell out what is it that you're actually trying to do with your life's work, with your business? What is the next level for you? And then we can set up an interview to see if we are the ones to help get you to that next level. All that's at magicmedia.com slash creators dash club. Check it out. Claudia, thank you thank so you much. Guys. Thank you guys for navigating all the internet power outages and being here with your beautiful work and questions and spirit. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Awesome. Thank you. Adventure. <laughs> See everybody tomorrow. Thanks very much. Bye, okay. everyone. Bye, Bryn. Bye, Bye Neil. Bye, Bradley. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com, that's M-A-J-I-K, media.com, and explore what our Creators Club or partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.